is an energy analyst. A very good evening to you and thank you very much for speaking to us. You know, if I could just ask you to perhaps break it down for me, because uh, maybe some of us don't quite understand. ESCOM speaks about the fact that its net profit has dropped by about half. It still says, though, that it needs to borrow about 20 billion rand from the domestic market and international bonds. And it speaks about its financial situation, not necessarily its financial crisis, whereas at the end of last year, that's the word that was used. Are we talking about an ESCOM that has cash flow, given the fact that it's been reduced to junk status? Um, yeah, good, good evening. Look, ESCOM says that it has 8.8 billion rand in the bank. Um, and so it, it says that it's cash flush, it doesn't have a cash flow crisis, which means that it can pay salaries and it can pay its, its running expenses on a day-to-day basis. The difficulty is that uh, Eskom claim that the cost of running the OCGTs, these open cycle gas turbines, um, in order to keep the lights on because they don't have enough capacity in the existing coal-burning generators means that they, Eskom needs to borrow a lot of money uh, to pay for the diesel fuel, which runs into 20-odd million, uh, billion, uh, 20-odd billion uh, rand, which they will borrow from, from the government. The, the thing with, with Eskom and its financial situation is that it's, it's very confusing because they, we, we, we're receiving mixed messages from the market. There was talk recently about um, buying coal f- only from certain miners who complied with certain BEE qualifi- uh, qualifications, um, and that was proven to be quite an expensive solution. Uh, and so now, now we're running into the situation with the the uh, coal mine, uh, which they have a cost plus agreement. Uh, this is the coal, man, coal uh, the coal mine that you mentioned earlier that was that now owes it two billion rand because of the quality of the coal not meeting specification and therefore there are there are penalties to be paid and then we have the municipalities that owe three point eight in the case of the residents in Soweto and four point four billion from other metros. Um, and, and these are these are large sums of money that the that the utility really has to be able to recover, and I think it's only fair that they recover those costs before penalising the the fee paying public through 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 tariff increases. Mm. Yeah, and just on the issue of Glencore, Glencore of course now also disputing. Um, ESCOM's intended suit saying that in fact it was ESCOM that was not paying enough for the call that it received. Can ESCOM afford a legal battle over this? Well, of course, ESCOM's shareholder can afford to uh, enter into those sort of uh, legal wrangles. Yes, I think so. Okay. And... ESCOM's position going forward, we know that it's received a guarantee from government. It's going to raise, uh, was hoping to raise another 20-odd billion rand from the domestic and international bonds market. But given the fact that it's been, its status has been downgraded, that should surely uh, make that exercise very expensive for it. That's true. A downgrade means that they will, uh, ESCOM will pay a higher interest rate. Um, 
for, for the, whatever money it borrows. But I don't think Eskom worries too much about that because it tries to recover all of these expenses out of the tariff, um, which of course then means that you and I are paying for that. But in this, in this case, it's failed. Yes, in this case it's failed, uh, and the, the utility claims that it can go back to NERSA and try again. Um, and if, if you remember, the reason that NERSA rejected it was because the application was incorrectly or mm. incompletely filled in. Uh, and so it's possible that NERSA would in fact allow it had more information been forthcoming in that application or if the application had been filed correctly. And just with ESCOM saying that it's managed to supply 96% within the corresponding year of electricity and only 4% is what accounts for uh, the brownouts that we've seen and it was only in some parts of the country. How accurate is this? No, no, no. I think there's a misunderstanding. Eskom provide 96% of the electricity. The other 4% comes from independent power producers um, supplying electricity into the grid or directly in some cases. Uh, so out of the 96% that Eskom supply, at times they don't supply electricity, and we call those load-shedding episodes. Mm-hmm. So it would so be... Out of the, so yeah. would, it, would it come to 96% that ESCOM has managed to supply electricity, electricity across the country? ESCOM has not supplied 96% 24-7 for 365 days, no, because ESCOM has implemented load shedding. ESCOM has requested that uh, intensive energy users uh, curtail their, their requirement by 10%. All of these will affect that 96%. All right. Thank you very much for the clarity. Roger Lilly is energy analyst, and uh, we'd like your thoughts on this if you'd like to share them.